Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And that's exactly what we do. We get you caught up with the people and the organizations that are making this area a better place to live. I'm excited because, again, you and I are going to learn uh, and uh, about a great organization and about a terrific guy. Uh, the program is called Warrior's Heart, and our guest today is Warrior's Heart founder and former Special Forces, uh, Tom Spooner and Tom is going to tell us a little bit about it. We'll do some one-on-one and then we'll tell you number one, how you can help them and two, how you can see a new documentary uh, that's come out about warrior's heart on Amazon prime. Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Milton. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, my pleasure, especially the more I read about Warrior's Heart, the more I, I, I was eager to have this interview, so I'm sure glad it worked out. So do me a favor. We're going to go back to the get-go. Give me a history, okay. the mission, and the history of, uh, of Warrior's Heart. Okay, so the, the mission of what Warrior's Heart is Warriors Healing Warriors, uh, which is also the name of the documentary. Uh, but... Our number one mission is to take care of those uh, that take care of us. Uh, And who I mean by that is uh, our active duty, our veterans, uh, our first responders, our law enforcement. That's the population uh, that Warrior's Heart surrounds itself with. And so basically the population is made up of those that face life and death uh, on a daily basis as a profession. So... Uh, we created Warrior's Heart, uh, and we started open for business in April of 2016. Uh, the primary uh, diagnosis, the primary reason that we have Warrior's Heart is for chemical dependencies and unprocessed trauma and co-occurring conditions that come with that. And so uh, we started in 2016, and to date we've treated um, over 1,800 uh, warriors that have come through us. Uh, we're located in Bandera, Texas, about mm-hmm. 50 minutes from uh, San Antonio. Um, and then we are a inpatient uh, healing and treatment facility. So I know uh, uh, in, in talking about as that's kind of who you are and, and you know, right. the, the beginning in April of 2016. But what, what led up to it? What were you seeing? Because you're the founder. So what were you seeing that was happening that you said, you know what? I'm going to do something. I'm going to, I'm going to try to make a change here. Yeah. So, uh, I spent 21 years in the military. I, uh, have, uh, 40 months total time, uh, in combat, uh, post nine 11. And, uh, and so I had all the struggles that I had personally, uh, with PTS, TBI, and also with chemical dependency. So I had firsthand knowledge of, uh, of kind of, you know, uh, the, the on-the-job uh, difficulties that occur. And uh, whenever I got out in 2011 um, is whenever I, I started uh, noticing and understanding the veteran suicide rates, what actually the time was 22 a day. And so obviously that was a huge problem, and obviously I was very familiar with that uh, because that's where I come from. And, um, and then identified that with a lot of those suicides, uh, it's not the majority of them. You know, there was some sort of self-medication uh, going on or chemical dependencies, uh, which I personally was very familiar with. I got sober myself back in uh, 1992, 
struggled with alcoholism at an early age, and you know, and I got sober early, which was grateful. I'm grateful for, and um, and it's always been a passion of mine. Uh, so whenever I got out, obviously the problem existed, uh, and you'll never hear me say anything negative about the VA or any other institutions that are attempting to you know help the problem. But with 22 suicides a day, obviously something's not working. So uh, we just really, me, and I met with Josh and Lisa Lannon, who are my partners with Warrior's Heart. Um, and Josh is actually the founder, and Lisa and I are co-founders. And um, But we identified the problem. Uh, we know the solution, uh, which was sobriety and treating trauma at the same time. And uh, and we got together and we made, made Warrior's Heart. Uh do me and, and and as we go, Tom, do me a favor. Uh, the place to go if folks want more information is warriorsheart.com. That is correct. Okay, and we'll, we're going to give that out as often as we can during the show. Uh, warriorsheart.com, uh, and we'll we'll ask you in a little while too, kind of like the challenges that face not only the warriors but those uh, that that live with them, uh, those those that that love them and want to take care of them, um, and how they can play a role in getting them help too. But but hang on to that question for a second. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm kind of yeah. Um, so. Talk about, if you will, so you talked about your own situation. So this was actually very personal to you from not only because Absolutely. of the, the men and women that you care about, but, yeah, you were, you were a part of this. Is there, and I think I know the answer, is there a special approach that you took with this as you built it that you said, okay, this is the approach that we're going to try because this is an approach that is going to break through those barriers for these uh, these men and women. Right. Yeah, so there's especially that, and that's why we kept it just this population, uh, because it, it creates an automatic peer network, an automatic mentorship, you know, and, and in a lot of places they talk about mentorship. Well, in this population it occurs naturally. If you see someone that's struggling you're going you're gonna to help them out. If you've been around a little bit longer than the next guy or gal, hey, you're going to try to help them out. So by keeping the population the same, uh, although the, a you know, stateside paramedic and a combat veteran may have very different experiences, but the things that have eaten them up inside you know, are exactly the same, the shame, the guilt, the remorse, the anger, oh, you know, all of those different emotions. So so that is why, so the first thing that we did was create that peer network that's the only the there. The next thing is is that we know in any kind of healing, uh, environment matters. Uh, you know, just like if you were going to get surgery, surgery, you'd be in a very, you know, sterile environment and all of that deal. Well, the same thing occurs whenever we're, whenever we're looking at healing uh, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You know, what surrounds you matters. That's why, you know, Warriors Heart is very different on a 540-acre ranch. Uh, you know, it, it, it is the opposite of a hospital setting because our population doesn't really get well in hospital settings. Now, obviously, there's a time and a place for it uh, if you need that level of care. But the level of care that we provide there and the environment in which we provide with the peer network, you know, that is really uh, puts them way ahead of going anywhere else. 
talking to uh, Tom Spooner, who is the uh, the founder. And are you the, uh, I guess, the executive director or um, I don't, I'm not sure what the right term is. I should have asked you before we started. I know you're the founder of Warrior's <laughs> Heart, but w- what is your role now besides having found it? So, so one of the, one of the roles that I have at Warrior's Heart is is providing warrior oversight. So okay. This is another thing that makes Warrior's Heart different than other facilities. Uh, you know, because I am this population and from this population, um, I know how much they can handle on the psychology side. I know much how much they can handle on the medical side. I know how much they can handle on the on the education side. So it, it's my job. Um, to to keep everything in balance. Uh, that's that's one of the jobs that I do out there. Uh, the next job that I do is what we're doing now. You know, I uh, okay. do a lot of PR and I speak. You know, about who we are, why we are, and what we do. Uh, talk a little bit about the, uh, the 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 program too. What does it look like? Uh, I, I've kind of got a a little thing, and it looks it's. Uh, developed, if I understand correctly, like basic training? Well, it, it, it not like basic training because that would turn off a lot of uh, military members. Okay. I wouldn't volunteer to go back to basic training. It's, uh, <laughs> but what we do have is a, uh, it's, it's the basic principles approach. And um, because everyone, back, again, back to that population, they've all been in an academy. They've all been in a, a, a boot camp, you know, or, or been into basic training. So the, the flow of the curriculum that we have is very familiar. You know, like, hey, zero, seven is the accountability meeting. You know, make sure everybody's there. Uh, zero, seven, thirty is chow. Zero, eight, you know, is when we're going on a nature hike or yoga. You know, 10 o'clock is the first class. So we create this rhythm that reminds them and is very familiar. It's not militaristic in any kind of way. But it's very familiar, and it does the number one thing that we do out at Warriors Heart, and that's remind our warriors who they are. Uh, you know, because obviously everyone that comes through our gates, you know, they're at the lowest part they've ever been in their lives. They've destroyed a lot of things in their lives, uh, maybe a lot of relationships, uh, everything. So, But they weren't always that way. So our, our job is to remind them of who they are and not who they are not. And uh, and the curriculum that we do there has got that familiar rhythm to them, and and we treat the chemical dependency aspect of it, which is the primary, because that's what's going to kill them first. But you can't treat this chemical dependency without also addressing and identifying and processing the trauma uh, that, that coexists with that dependency. And a lot of places, you know, they'll go... People go just for chemical dependencies, uh, and then a lot of people go just for trauma. But the deal is, is it's the chicken or the egg. It's like, mm. is it the chemical dependency that brings out the trauma, or is it the tra- unprocessed trauma that brings about the chemical dependency? Uh, with us, we treat them both. So whether it's the chicken or the egg, you know, we, we take care of both of them right there. How much has it changed in the five years that you've been uh, operating? I mean, what have you learned along um, the way? Well, the biggest thing that we learned is that uh, is that we know what we're doing. Um, Josh and Lisa uh, ran uh, 
alcohol and drug treatment centers for 15 years prior to me meeting up with them. So they they knew what worked with that. I have my own experience and then all my warrior experience bring to the table. So everything that we do out as Warrior's Heart is, is experience-based. Uh, there's no theoretical things that are going on there. Uh, everything that we're doing is what we need to arm our warriors to be sober, confident warriors whenever they leave our gates. So it's uh, it's been proofed out, you know, all the tactics and techniques uh, and modalities and training that we do out there uh, is stuff that we know uh, absolutely works. Uh, do me a favor, Tom, if you were our guest today, Tom Spooner, founder of Warrior's Heart. Um, we're about halfway uh, through the uh, the program um, and I'm guessing there are people that are listening now. They can go to the website, warriorsheart.com, warriorsheart.com. But how do they get involved? How, how do they, um, let, let's say you're speaking to the person who is suffering uh, and is in pain and, and has some of the problems. How do they get involved with your program? What are the steps they take? So the first thing that, that folks will do when they go to warriorsheart.com is they'll see a telephone number on there. Uh, it's 866-868-9383. And so what they'll do is whether it's the individual that needs assistance or whether it's a family member or friend, which about 50% of the time it's the family member or friend, they call that number and, and, they'll, and they'll first be talking to an, what we call an admissions advocate. So immediately, Warriors Heart Admissions Advocate starts advocating for their loved one or for the individual. Uh, and just, you know, because there's usually a lot of questions and how long, you know, how do I get in? What do I need to do? There's, uh, you know, a lot of questions, especially for those family members. And so our admissions advocates, you know, answer all those questions, um, go through a screening process to make sure that they're within our level of care. Uh you know, and then the admission advocates hand carries them through the next pieces of the process, uh, which ultimately, you know, gets them to come to Warrior's Heart. Uh, some of our warriors, if they're local, you know what I mean, some of them will drive in or folks will drive them in. And then if we have folks that are coming outside of the area, you know, when they land at San Antonio Airport, mm. uh, you know, we're there, to, we're there to pick them up and, uh, and bring them out to the heart. Um, of course, you're in Bandera, and let's see if I got the number right. Tell me if I wrote this down correctly. 866-868-9383? That is correct. Good. Okay, we'll give it out again. 866-868-9383. Again, my name is Milton Glick. So if you, you know, if maybe you're listening to this in the car and you don't have the chance to write this down, just remember Milton. That's easy to remember. And call the stations here and uh, just say, hey, can you give me that number again? I didn't get it. Or the website that you were uh, talking about with uh, uh, the folks at Warrior's Heart. But I'm guessing they can Google it and they can find it. Um, I'm, there are so many questions bumping around in my head. Okay, I'm, <laughs> before we get to the documentary, I, I always like to do this. Um, Sure. Especially for for issues like this that involves mental health, that re- involves recovery, I know there are people listening right now that are hearing this and they are thinking, "Wow, this this could offer me hope," but they don't make the choice to do anything about it. You know it because you've been doing this for five years. What's keeping them? Let's talk to them for a second. What's keeping them from making that call? 
Uh, a lot of times we call it the thousand pound phone. You know, it's one of the hardest things. <laughs> That's great. It's one of the hardest things in the world to do for this population because this population is our protectors, right? They're the ones that protect our country. They're the ones that protect our communities. They're the ones that run into the burning buildings. You know, they're problem solvers and they help people. So then whenever we find ourselves, you know, in a position like, dang, uh, I need help now kind of how did that happen so it's very confusing you know and it's very new sometimes there's ego involved but a lot of times it just really doesn't make sense to someone out there that's thinking like man i've spent my whole life uh you know protecting others and helping others you know how did i get into this state where like wow i'm the one that needs the help now you know and the biggest thing that i would say to them is is that number one uh i need you to realize that you're not alone uh, you know, I mean, that's why the warrior's heart exists. Uh, so, so you're not alone, and 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 you're not the only one that needs assistance uh, in getting your life back and your family back and everything back in order. Because that was me also. Uh, you know, I had to be willing uh, to reach out and get that help that was being offered to me. You know, so I understand uh, completely. You know how hard it is to do it. Um, but do it for yourself and do it for your family and do it for your community. All the reasons that you served are the reasons why that you should pick up that thousand pound phone now. Mm -hmm. And do you, and I I think I know the answer to this, Tom, but do you get people that say, honestly, as I've been through the program, I I wish I had called sooner. I'm sorry, I missed that question. The the question is that, uh, do you get people that tell you, you know, Tom, I, I I don't know why I didn't call sooner. I, I this is wonderful. I wish I had called sooner. Uh, everyone says that. No yeah. <laughs> to include myself, you know, it was like, man, you know, if I knew that, you know, because in in my mind, you know, I thought it was just this big uphill battle that was not uh, that I really wasn't going to be able to do it. So I understand that aspect. But then, you know, once you get in there, then once you plug in with your peers and you have that camaraderie going again and you're not doing it alone, because that's what makes it the harder. Most of our folks, before they come into Warrior's Heart, you know, they're very isolated, they're very alone, and uh, and it's really hard, you know, and, and it's not easy work, you know, getting sober and, and healing and doing all those things. Absolutely, it's difficult, but it's, but so has it's been that way in their whole profession. So it's not anything new. It's just the next training that we need. It's like, hey, my next training is how do I learn how to live my life and process my emotions without self-medicating them? That's really what it's all about. I like I like that. That's a, a great way to put it. Uh, Tom, okay, so warriorsheart.com, warriorsheart.com, or the phone number again, 866 868 9383. And the toughest part is uh, picking up that phone and making that first call. And I've talked to other people and I I know what they tell me, which is it gets easier after that. <coughs> but that's the toughest part. Um, it's still going to be tough, but the hardest part is making that first step. Tom, how did the uh, documentary come about? Tell us about that. So the documentary was uh, is about the thing is <laughs> It's about who we are. Uh, so the documentary, the documentary, you know, identifies 
uh, and acknowledges, you know, that our nation's been at war for almost 20 years, you know, and, and we know the reason why, you know, everything that kicked off at 9-11 uh, and then all the years that followed. And so what the documentary does, it acknowledges the fact of, hey, what happened to those people that were at the towers, you know, that helped clean up the towers, that deployed, that kept our streets safe, you know, that continued to heal and, and help, you know, our nation. So it identifies them, and then it acknowledges the problems that we know are out there with the suicide rate that's in law enforcement and firefighters and EMTs and active duty and, and veterans, you know. So we identify the problem, and then, and you know, then the majority of it is all about the solution, um, you know, which is treating the chemical dependencies and the trauma. And to me, one of the greatest things about the documentary is that it showcases our staff. Uh, it mm. showcases their stories. And so it's not just some, you know, documentary about Tom Spooner and what what all he's done and didn't do. It's There's people from the clinical team that are in it. There's people from that admissions, our canine program. And so the documentary really goes behind the scenes and shows, you know, what it is that we do. But more so than that, who it is that uh, that is providing these services for our warriors in need. And, how, and I apologize for not knowing this. It's Amazon Prime. Um, what kind of feedback are you getting from the documentary? Anything surprising, too? No, we're, we're getting a lot of really good feedback. Good. Uh, you know, because it's all everything that we're talking about is not opinion uh, or, or, or politics. It's about the facts. It's like, hey, this is, this is what's happened. Um, here's the solution for it. Um, so let's get on with the business of living, you know, and, um, and that's, that's really what it's, what it's all about. And the, like you were saying, the documentary is uh, Warriors Heart, you know, Warriors Healing Warriors, uh, and, it's on, and it's on Amazon. Uh, uh, they couldn't put it, they wouldn't allow us to put it on there for free, so it's like 99 cents. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, uh, but to your point is, is we've had a lot of really good feedback, and the biggest thing about the documentary is what our intention was at the beginning, and that is that there was, you know, a warrior in need that saw the documentary that then made the decision to pick up that phone and call and come to us, and that has occurred. You know, we've had folks that uh, are, that have come and are in Warrior's Heart uh, because they saw the documentary. And that was what the documentary truly was all about. And I, I can't even guess how much that uh, just fills your heart with joy uh, that someone's... Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got about uh, two minutes left. Um, I brought up families, and so did you. Um, mm -hmm. And you mentioned, it surprised me that 50% of the calls you get are from family and friends. What what should they do if they see someone that's struggling? Um, give me your advice on and give them your advice on what to do. Should they reach out to you? Is is it as simple as that to get more advice or is this really a tricky that, situation? Milton, Milton, that is uh, to me, haven't been because I've been sober for 28 years. So I've been in this lack of better words business for a while. Uh, the best thing that 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 is to do, uh, whether it's a family member, whether it's a friend or individual, is, is to call the number and talk to the admission advocate. Because then 
the admission advocate will be able to uh, not only just tell you about Warrior's Heart and that kind of stuff, but, I mean, our advocates, they don't just advocate for folks to come to Warrior's Heart. If family members need something in their local area, if uh, family members or friends are looking at the best way to approach their loved one or their friend, uh, you know, calling the, call the admissions advocates and basically calling the professionals and saying, like, hey, how can, you know, give me some ideas on how I can help my loved one. And, um, you know, and, and maybe it's just even in an approach because, you know, it's a lot of times it's a very touchy subject. You know, when do I say something? You know, is it going to cause more you know, problems going on. So that's to answer your question. To me, that the easy button, you know, is is to call an admission advocate, and then they can walk you through the process of coming to Warriors Heart, or walk you through the process of of talking with your loved one and uh, or friend, whatever that might be. Very cool. And I can guess too that one of the things that family members or friends would find out too is their loved one is not the first person to go through this. So, you know, Absolutely. it'll it'll sort of normalize it a little bit and not make it so mysterious. That's great. Well, let's do this. We've run out of time. We still have lots of questions, so we will visit again, Tom, I promise. Awesome. Uh, com is the um, the website. Uh, com backslash documentary is where you can find out more about the film, and it's on Amazon Prime right now. And um, uh, the phone number uh, is 866-868-9383. Tom, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to us about Warrior's Heart out there in Bandera. No, thank you for having me, and I'm looking forward to be on again. And anytime you want to come out for a tour, just let me know. I'd love that. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to say goodbye for today. I wish we hadn't run out of time, but we're, we will visit with uh, Tom Spooner again. I'm Milton Glick. You keep it tuned here because next week we're going to do something to keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick 